So the surgery for that is, is, is basically, it's a ream job. You go in with a oh, camera <laughs> through the prostate. Wait, what's a, wait, a rim job something. Not a no, rim no, job. No, 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 no. I heard rim job. Rim, rim, rim. Rim, rim, rim. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I was like, oh, yes. like, what, I was like <laughs> what kind of clinic you got going, man? <laughs> what's, what's, happening at the, what's happening at the Cary Square? <laughs> that we don't know about. I know there's free parking. Rim jobs. <laughs> 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 We've we spoken about a bunch of things. What, one thing I really want to talk about, Fire besides on. the alarm, is uh, I, one thing I wanted to talk about, the older you get, the more you hear about this, men who have prostate issues, yep. right? I want to hear, first of all, what is the prostate, right? Because that's what we want to know. What is it? What's its purpose? And what are the symptoms that there's something wrong with it? And how do we correct it? And how do we uh, maintain good levels or, or make sure that we... Um, we, you know, we maintain it properly. Right. I want to know that. Right. What a great question. So this is one of the issues that all men face, that our prostate is continually growing, usually under the influence of testosterone our whole lives. And I'm sure one of the commonest things that Dr. Um, uh, Dr. Steinberg is seeing is benign prostatic hypertrophy. Oh. So the prostate is continually growing and then it starts causing some urinary tract obstruction. Wow. So trouble peeing, hesitancy, maybe some dribbling, and that can lead to obstruction sometimes. Some women are, some men are having some trouble uh, completely going to the bathroom. They end up in the emergency room. Okay, so this is a normal thing. The prostate grows over time. That's Every the man. Thing. Every man at 20, it's bigger than it was when they're 18. At 40, it's bigger. So it's, it's the, you know, the growth uh, for men is different. So uh, that's why you see it. It's good. Back in the day, you didn't live this long. Yeah. So now more it. and more yeah. you're starting yes. to say prostate. But just to, go, to back a little bit, the prostate is a, a fertility gland. Right. It, it produces with the seminal vesicles the semen, which carries the sperm. And just so happens that two things. One, the urine flows right in the middle of it. Wow. Um, so that's why BPH or an enlarged, enlarged prostate can block that canal and cause problems. And that's three. I mean, every man has BPH. Not all men is, has symptoms from it. Um, and also the nerves for the erections uh, really are, are stuck up against the prostate, so it can have some erectile dysfunction issue. But definitely, by far, the most common prostate problem that we see is enlarged prostate. Okay. Uh, and now I have a question. How do we, uh, is there a way to soften it, decrease it, uh, mm. or a way to s slow down the growth of it right. at a certain point? Okay, let's start natural, and then we can go to medication. Yeah. So in Europe, uh, it, the first line treatment, they use a herb called saw palmetto. Yes. Now, there were studies on saw palmetto which show it's not so great. We don't use it so often here, but in Europe, they tend to have it a bit more. It can't hurt, but probably doesn't have a big impact. Yeah, yeah there was a study in the New England Journal of Medicine, and this was a real scientific study showing that saw palmetto versus placebo is a, is equal. It's So it is not, it is not one of these herbs that hasn't been proven yeah. it's actually been proven not to work wow but so it's just a waste of money yeah but you it's, see it's but you know it's hard pill? to argue when a guy it, comes in and yeah it comes in in a pill form. yeah okay yeah yeah so so if this comes from the new england journal of medicine right a real journal journal right and not such a great not, impact yeah yeah like, wow it kind of maybe makes patients or maybe makes some doctors feel better that we're doing something but not a major impact. And, so once, some, and yeah. once your BPH is a little bit more than mild, you certainly have that. So and salt many, palmetto out. Yeah. Many true. patients come in saying, look, I started taking it and I'm feeling better. So 
you go see, for it, you know, that's it's all up thing. here. So that's exactly the point. And then you can get into the medication. So what's the entry-level medication? So the entry-level medication might be one of the ones that we talked about. For example, finasteride or Proscar. So Proscar has been around now almost 30 years. And that has an interesting story too. So it shrinks the prostate and that buys you some time. Maybe you were getting up two, three, four times at night and now it reduces a little bit the number of times you're getting up at night. It increases the flow of urine. Okay. And the interesting part with that is maybe um, our audience would know what's the connection between that and Propecia. Well, it's exactly the same drug. Oh, right. But the people who, were, who made a postcard five years later, they said, hey, how come all these people who are giving for the prostate, they have a bit more hair growth? It was seen so as a side effect, so they started to market it. Uh, and they rebranded it, yeah. which was brilliant. Propecia, boom, another million dollars. So drop. wait a second, is Proscar cheaper than Propecia? Yes. yes. So if we but, get Proscar, yeah. but then it, we're pro, saving but, money. But it's a different dose. Proscar is five milligrams. Propecia is one, but most people, what they do is they take the Proscar and they cut it in four, yeah. and it's a fraction of the price. Wow, so that's what, what we... What a great question. Should we, should we, we be saying this? Out? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. We're in so much trouble. We found the discount. Yeah, we found the discount. So we could just get what we could. We could just do Proscar, yeah. go and buy it from the pharmacy, cut it up, Sell it as Propecia <laughs> and just start a side business, side hustle, man. I, like, this add some Viagra in there. And, and they're ready to go. 20% of them will get erectile dysfunction, which will give us more business. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I think we just found our side hustle. <laughs> I, mean, I could do the ads for it. Yeah, we could start paying too much for Propecia. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a question. Yeah. Just, Viagra was discovered that way as well, no? Was Viagra a medication heart. for the heart and then they... You start, they start getting hard on like, let's take it and sell it. Yeah, that's also another great point. That's why one of the side effects of Viagra or sildenafil is actually low blood pressure. So if you, it's, it was connected to the heart in that way. So you could give it, it's a very safe drug, but if you have heart disease, you have to be careful, especially if you're on a nitrate, nitroglycerin, which opens up, some uh -huh. people have angina because of blockages. So then you might have a dangerous mix between uh, the Viagra and your heart medications or your heart condition. And then, Sam, there's different levels. So we talked about Proscar and these other medications like Flomax. And then ultimately, they'll end up with Dr. Steinberg because they may need another intervention. Wow. Yeah. For BPH. So, so uh, Proscar, or actually there's another one in the category, Avidar, shrink the prostate. Then there's Flomax and Zatral, Alfizosin. I mean, there's a bunch of different competitors which relax the prostate. Right, right. And then ultimately, when men have enough symptoms, surgery. Wow. So the surgery for that is, is, is basically, it's a ream job. You go in with a oh, camera wow. <laughs> through the prostate. Wait, what's a, wait, a rim job something. Not a no, rim no, job. No, no, no. Ah, I heard rim not job. Not a rim job. Ream. Ream, ream, ream. 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 Like, oh, ream sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> I was like, what kind of clinic you got going, man? What's, what's happening at the, the Cary Square that we don't know about? I know there's free parking. Yeah. Go <laughs> for the free parking and leave with a rim job. Yeah. Oh, so, I mean, I'm like, rim job? Rim job. So a rim job. Yes. I'm like, is that where it came from, the rim job? Oh. Like, no. So we go, actually, we go in through the penis with a camera and we scrape out the inside of, our, of the prostate. Wow. And that can be done with a little electrical loop. It can be done with steam. It can be done with laser. A any kind of energy has been tried. 
freezing it, microwaving it, uh, sticking a needle into it. Someone's put alcohol into the prostate. All of all that, all of them worked with because they debulk the prostate. They, they just sort of kill the prostate cells and open up that hole which you pee through. Oh wow! So. You put alcohol. They put who? Who's put alcohol? Yeah, there been, people have done studies on it. Uh, Doctor wow. Sanger, I think, I think the whole male audience is squirming right now. Yes. Yeah. Could you maybe elaborate on like how safe a procedure yeah. it is, and really like you know? Yeah. But before, well, just to say before these these medications were you know before thirty years ago or so when these medications become popular, this was one of the most popular surgeries in mm. North America. Mm. It works great. Uh, you can get a guy who's, you know, barely able to dribble on his shoes to pee like an 18-year-old again. Huh. You open up that passageway and because the bladder's always, you know, your bladder's been working against that prostate and all of a sudden you, you release the floodgates wow. and you can, you know, I can pee on Ebby from all the way across <laughs> the world, you know? Oh, my God. Well, I have a, I have a, can we have a demonstration? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus. I, I have a question. And who wants to pee like an 18-year-old? Remember 18, you'd miss the toilet all the time? Oh, no. Like, you don't have any control whatsoever. <laughs> Like now your aim gets better as you get older. So but ideally you want to pee like a yeah. 30, 40. Oh, yeah. so, we, we can do that. We can wait. tailor make your prostate. I have, I have a question. How your pee comes out, is there any, you know, oh, yeah. it comes out slow or dips? Oh. Or goes the intensity of it. Like does it, does it, yes. yeah, we, your health well, well, yeah, no. what, what are the, well, it's, it's just a sign of your prostate and the, the, the blockage. So actually we have this machine in my office when we work up patients who've got urinary symptoms, is we, we get them to pee and it measures how strong they pee. Oh, wow. It measures cool. the flow. Wow. So and that's a direct reflection yeah. of how large is the prostate getting and how much pressure is it putting on that flow of yeah. urine and blockage so in the bladder. the bigger your prostate? The more the blockage. Usually. Yeah, you can so have the more it just dips, yeah. dips down. You can have smaller prostates that block and you can have huge prostates that don't block, but generally uh, that's the case. Uh, is the sperm related to that? Yes. Well, sperm. So what happens is you, you the safety of the surgery. It, it, it works great. It's it's a very safe surgery. But what happens is you when you ejaculate, uh, you get what's called retrograde ejaculation. That doesn't mean ejaculating behind you. <laughs> instead of the it, it, the, the sperm like takes the path of least resistance or the semen. So instead of coming out, you actually you feel an orgasm, but nothing comes out because it's going up into the bladder. Wow. That happens. Yeah, after the surgery. And after some of the medications, Flomax, uh, you can have these dry cums. But wait, the uh, sperm goes back in? Yeah. So if you would look at these people urine after they ejaculate, if they ejaculate and pee, and you look at it in the microscope, you'll see sperm. Oh, wow. wow. So it is safe and effective. Uh, side effect is, is essentially retrograde ejaculation. It's not, there's a rare incidence of men becoming incontinent. Uh, that's extremely rare. Maybe, well, probably less than 1% of men and, and erectile dysfunction also very, very rare. But it's a safe surgery and extremely effective. I don't know what you found, but I find when I'm examining them, they're not low-level exercise. They're high-level exercise. And like, you've got the prostate of a 20-year-old. This is all just, you know, I'm I can, just I can you check all your prostates now. We can correlate that with your level of exercise. Wow. How many guys do we have in this room? <laughs> Get, a, get me a box of gloves. A prostate uh, check I, and correlate with the exercise. I, I've never so you, done it. You I'm mean, not doing you it. You need a rim job? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. no. We're not doing that. Oh, this, this is not that kind of movie. No, he's, so, a, he's a trained expert. It's after hours by now. <laughs>